0: You are listening to Seed Thoughts by Wayne Shemesh. If you would like to know more about Pastor Shemish or the work in Thailand, you can find out more at www.thailandministries.org. And now, here is Pastor Shemish. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I want to share with you something that I think might be a blessing to you. It surely was to me. And I have my Bible open here to uh, Nehemiah chapter number one. And uh, if you have read the Bible somewhat, I think you'll know a little of what is contained in Nehemiah chapter number one. But uh, I want to focus particularly on an aspect of the prayer that Nehemiah prayed. Now, when you talk to the Lord's people about prayer, Uh, you know, many people just kind of tune out at that point and uh, they will say, yeah, yeah, you know, we get it. Uh, We need to pray. We need to read our Bible. We need to be in church. Well, you do need to do all those things. But prayer is really important because prayer is the means by which God delivers things to your life. Uh, There are two things that you've got to have if you're going to see things manifest themselves in your life if you're going to see heavenly blessings manifest themselves in your life become real for you there are two things that you need to have here and you need to have faith and we'll save that one for another day but you've got to have prayer you've got to be a praying person now i don't know why god did it that way Uh, i don't i'm not understand all the purposes of god in this matter but simply God has said that we need to make our requests known to God. Uh, he knows them already, but he said, I need to hear it from you. I, I want to hear what it is you want from me. And I do encourage you when you pray to have something specific in mind that you're looking for God to do. Uh, and so Nehemiah here in chapter number one Uh, Has a particular concern. He's looking for God to to give him an answer to what is undoubtedly a complex problem. There are a lot of players involved here. Uh, You're talking government and military and and local governors and and vested interests, vested interests, people who uh, can be obstacles to to wanting to see progress and blessing and all of that is happening here. And uh, so uh, Nehemiah is going to pray a prayer. And it's a it's an interesting prayer because it's a prayer uh, where he's going to pray to God to take on a burden. And I want you to think about that, because most of our prayers are about getting burdens off us. We're praying that God would take away the burdens. But Nehemiah is actually going to pray a prayer where he's asking God to put a burden on him so he can do something about the suffering plight of others and and the name of God and the testimony of God in that place, uh, Jerusalem. So he prays a prayer and and there's just a a lot of things. A dear friend of mine said to me recently, uh, he said, Brother Wayne, that passage is so rich in instruction for praying. And I agree with that. I think if we tried to exegete it all, we're going to be here for far too long today. But one particular thing I want you to notice here, because I want you to adapt this for your prayer life. I want you to see it. And uh, as Nehemiah goes to pray uh, in Nehemiah chapter number one, if you have your Bible open or nearby or you can look at it, um, he, uh, he asks in verse number six, he says, God, we, I, I want your ear to be attentive to this prayer. And, uh, and I want, Lord, that your eyes would be open. And Lord, uh, I want you to hear the prayer of, uh, of your servant. Now, when Bible people said, They wanted God to hear their prayer. What they're saying is, we want you to, to listen. You know, in the Thai language here, they distinguish between hearing something and listening to something. And the Thai language differentiates between those two things. And I like that because sometimes we hear, but we're not listening. Uh, but, but this man, Nehemiah, saying, Lord, I don't, I I want you to hear. I want you to incline. I want you to listen. I, I want an answer to this, Lord. I've got a burden. I've got a complex situation, and uh, and I don't know how it's going to be solved. But I'm going to pray to you about it. And he begins to pray. And notice that the prayer, the prayer. What's the starting point of this prayer? What What do you pray about when you've got a complex problem? What What do you pray about when somebody has done some things to you? that have resulted in a setback, uh, have resulted in suffering. Because because remember that uh, the very people that Nehemiah is working for were the people that tore down the walls and created the problem. Uh, what, do you, what do you do when you're facing that? What, what kind of prayer do you pray uh, when somebody else has done some things and, and maybe you've been involved in a little part and, and it's complex? And, and the prayer he prays, and this is the remarkable thing, he starts by talking about his sin. And, and notice he, he doesn't start by saying, God, this person did this to me. Lord, uh, would you do something about so and so who did this to me? The start of Nehemiah's prayer is to confess to God his own sin. Now, that might be stating the obvious, but, but perhaps not. Because I've noticed with Christians that we are very good at identifying the sins of our old life before we knew Christ. And uh, we can talk about those, and people often do, uh, but we are not so good at identifying the sins uh, of our new life. And there's a reason for that. Now, surely you would agree with me today that that uh, we have not got to the place yet where we are wholly without sin. In fact, I think sometimes uh, we, we, we sin in ways that uh, we, we don't fully appreciate. And it takes a closeness with God where the light of God can illuminate us and show us things in our own heart or show us actions. We're not always aware of what we do, but we can be, be very easy to talk about the sins in the old life principally because those things were external sins. Are you hearing me? I mean, we can say, "Well, I used to do this, and I used to do that, and I, and I used to do this, and by the glory of God, I got saved and changed." and And uh, it's easy to ex- identify the externals, uh, but but seemingly believers have a little more trouble addressing the internals. And many times, the sin of a committed Christian is not the sin of externals, but it's the sin of internals. Uh, there might be covetousness. There might be jealousy of another. Are you hearing me? Uh, there, there there, might be uh, uh, contemptuous thoughts to someone else. Uh, there might be an elevated sense of uh, pride or self-inflation uh, within. And uh, things that we can sometimes uh, hide on the outside. Uh, but God, of course, is very able to see even the things on the inside. Now, the problem we have with that, something Nehemiah gets that I think we've got to get today is that my sins can be an obstacle to God's answers. And uh, it's not a matter. God does not say, well, uh, uh, is there a contention between you and a brother? Who sinned the most? And I'll bless the one who sinned the least. God wants both parties to, examine themselves and so what nehemiah does here he doesn't talk about what others did he doesn't talk about what the babylonians did he said god it starts with us and god it starts with me and uh, and he talks about his own sins he says in verse number six lord uh we we have sinned against you and, and you might say but 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 uh nehemiah Uh, You didn't pull the walls down and you didn't trash the temple and you didn't carry people off to captivity and you didn't ruin countless families and lives. Uh, But Nehemiah gets it. He he gets it that these things happened because God allowed it and, and even further, God orchestrated it. And so Nehemiah says, Lord, let me get myself right with you before I start telling you what I want you to do. And that's my admonition to you today, that when you pray, really take some time to allow the Lord to show you things that he might want you to bring before him in confession uh, with a tender heart, asking for forgiveness. Because what we will do, it, it is true, brethren, that sometimes another will sin against you in a far greater capacity than you have sinned against them. Uh, The danger with that is that what we will do, we will focus on the offender who has offended the most, and yet we will not acknowledge our part in that. Now, it might be that somebody has done something to you, and they are 95% at fault. And, and maybe all you did, you just might have reacted the wrong way. You, you just might have got a little bit of uh, uh, unjustified anger, a little bit of bitterness. You, you might have even started contemplating in your mind how you could orchestrate a payback. Are you listening? And uh, and yours was not their sin. It's just a little. But here's what you do: you don't focus on their ninety-five percent. You focus on your five percent, because this is about you having God hear you. And so by confessing sins and saying, Lord, uh, maybe I didn't handle that right, or, or Lord, my part in that I think was this, and Lord, I, I could have done better with that. What you're doing, you're, you're getting yourself, and, and I want to tell you something wonderful about God. When you approach God with humility, and when you approach God with a, uh, with a recognition of your own, uh, sins and a recognition of your, uh, that you may have failed in some things yourself. Uh, that's what gets God's attention. Remember the story that Jesus told of the two men who went up to pray? Uh, one was a Pharisee, one was a publican, a sinner. Remember the Pharisee prayed and the publican prayed somewhat. He felt quite uh, shameful about his sin. And both men walked away, and yet Jesus said, He said the publican, the sinner, was heard by God that day, and yet the Pharisee was not. And and the remarkable thing there is this. If you and I had been watching that, here's what we would have seen. We would have seen two men walk up to pray. Uh, uh, We would have watched from a distance. Uh, One seemed to talk a bit longer than the other. That would have been the Pharisee. We would have seen two men walk away from prayer, but we would not have known the result or the the outcomes of their prayers. But Jesus unfolded that for us. And he said, you saw two walk up to pray. But let me tell you, one of those who prayed, God did not hear him. He, He did not get an answer from God. But the other, God did hear him. And what was the difference there, brethren? The difference was this. The, the, the Pharisee was focusing on what others had done, the sins of others. Um, and yet the publican uh, was searching his own heart and recognizing his own unworthiness and praying yeah, simply uh, but humbly, uh, uh, recognizing he was standing before God in prayer. And it says that God heard that. And so here's the lesson today. When you go to pray, uh, take a moment to allow the Spirit of God to work your heart, to show you things. And, and, and even if your sin is, is far, far less than another, take a moment to confess that, because that's the beginning of getting great responses from the Lord. I'm telling you now that this, this gets God's ear. When God hears somebody humbly saying, Lord, i I sinned in this. Uh, Lord, I, I, I should have been better. Uh, Lord, I, 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 it rose up in me and I shouldn't have answered them that way. And Lord, uh, I know the way I've been thinking. And and when God hears that from you, uh, listen, heaven, heaven gets uh, a, a moment of pause as God inclines his ear to you and says, what is it, my child? And this is how We get answers for prayers and this is the things that stop people getting answers from prayers and it's not often talked about, but I want to encourage you today when you take a moment to pray, uh, don't don't focus on others, Uh, don't even focus on the problem right away. Just start with yourself and God will be sure to respond to that. Well, I hope that these simple seed thoughts about prayer have been a blessing to you. I hope God is able to take that and maybe just uh, make it applicable in your own situation. God bless you today. Uh, God bless you as you meditate here now on these things from the word of God.